You're listening to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a spiritual baddie who is passionate about real transformation. These raw and unfiltered conversations are meant to break off limiting beliefs and leave you feeling more free to be your truest self. Let's dive deep. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this conversation. I feel like Chantal is truly one of my soul sisters. We have so many synchronicities in our life and I'm just so grateful to have met her. So enjoy this episode. Chantal is a mind and soul coach, psychic and master energy healer. She's here to help people heal, transform, and align with their dream life. Being exposed to spirituality through her mom, she began learning at an early age about chakras and energy. Gifted her first oracle deck at age 12, she embarked on her journey to discover her soul's purpose. Since 2007, she has studied different tools and modalities that help people heal and bring harmony to the mind, body, and soul. Now living in Vancouver, working with people from all over the globe, she is helping bring clarity, confidence, and empowerment to her clients. Hello, Chantal. Welcome to Glow Radio. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Me too. When I saw the um, introduction from Lindsay, actually, I was just super excited and kind of cool what you're doing. So thanks for having me on. Yeah, totally. So how about you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what you do for anyone who doesn't know you? Yeah, for sure. So hello, everyone. My name is Chantel. Um, I am a mindset coach. I am an intuitive psychic, and I also do some healing. So um, I help people gain some clarity, some guidance, and uh, that's basically trying to help them tap into their inner badass to live their dream life. Awesome. I love that. So tell us a little bit more about your spiritual journey. Like, how did you get into all this stuff? How was it introduced to you? Yeah, so I actually have to thank my mom, because when I was younger, I remember going to her Reiki sessions with her and her healings and her readings and all that stuff. So I was introduced to it pretty young um, and she gifted me my first Oracle deck. So I would always play around with them. I would always give her readings, my friends readings. um, And it kind of just developed from there. Um, I mean, I moved out here from Calgary in 2016 and I just deep dived, right? Like self-development was where it really truly started. Um, And I didn't really know that spirituality and all of that would be such a big part of my life, Um, but it was always there. So in 2016, I came into Vancouver and, you know, I got certified for healing and master level and all that good stuff. So that's when everything really, like the pieces really started coming together for me. That is so cool. I actually used to live in Calgary when I was young too. Oh, really? That's awesome. But I was I was born in Edmonton and then I moved to Calgary and then moved here when I was like eight years old. So I was really young back then. Yeah, lucky. I don't think we, I mean, we love like the roots and stuff and I still have family out there, um, but Vancouver definitely feels more like home now. So <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. What what made you decide to move over here? 
Oh my gosh. Um, during that time of my life, I was actually going through my spiritual awakening. So there was just this great crumbling in everything that was in my life. Um, I was engaged at the time and I called it off. Um, so I decided that I needed some healing and, you know, we can't heal in the same environment that kind of hurt us. Right. So I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to move up to Vancouver. So I was, I just put my mind to it and I drove all the way here with, you know, my trunk full of suitcases and that was it. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so crazy. I feel like that is so relatable to me because I used to be engaged and I was in a very toxic relationship for 13 years. I talk about it a lot on my podcast. And then after getting out of that relationship was kind of when I had my spiritual awakening as well. So I, I can relate to so much when you said that you can't heal in the environment that made you sick pretty much. And so I, my whole life just changed after leaving that relationship. So that's crazy. Sister bullet dodged, bullet dodged. <laughs> okay, I'm so curious. What are your astrology signs? Like what is your big six? Okay, so I'm not sure about the big six, but for my, so my sun sign is Gemini. Okay. Um, my moon is Aries and my rising is Scorpio. Oh, that is so cool. That's a very diverse uh, like group. <laughs> Chaotic. <laughs> what about you? I am a Pisces with yeah. a Virgo moon and a Virgo rising. Wow, I love that. That is some like go-getter energy that you have. <laughs> I so it is, it's kind of it is, but it's like very um polar opposite. So there's always this like inner battle inside of me. And I feel like that's kind of been my lesson to learn throughout life. But I do, it's funny because I I feel like I've been chatting with a lot more Geminis lately. I, are you familiar with like the the zodiac houses? Oh, so that is a little bit out of my realm. Like I have my chart and everything and I do have an astrologer that I go see. And sometimes it's just, it goes over my head. I'm just like, tell me what I need to know. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. I know it's What's a yours? So, well, one thing I wanted to mention was that because my 11th house is in Gemini and the 11th house is about friendships and connections and relationships it's ruled by Aquarius which is like the sign of friendships so yeah. being in Gemini I find that I do enjoy connecting with Geminis and I feel like I've been meeting more of them lately so that was just something interesting I noticed that's absolutely interesting for me it's like um, I've been finding that I've been connecting with a lot more um, Aquarius zodiacs lately too so that's been interesting <laughs> wow yeah I feel like Gemini and Aquarius are a pretty good match like they're usually very compatible so that's interesting for sure, for sure. so what happened like can we dive a little bit deeper into your spiritual awakening like what made you call off the engagement and just what happened mm. So I guess there was always something that I knew that was bigger 
or that I wanted to do. So being in the corporate and my background and growing up being taught that, you know, in order to be successful, you need to do this, this and this. And also with my particular, like my family, it had a lot to do with um, the blocks and the traditions and the way that things have always kind of been. Um, and I've always been a rebel. So there was always this piece because I had kind of achieved everything. I was in that corporate kind of environment, um, got the home, got the lifestyle. And yet for some reason I was still unhappy. And this was all the while of, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, the ex was a bad person, but it was trying, it was like, the best way I could explain it is like two different puzzle pieces that were forcing to fit, right? And it just didn't work. Um, a big aspect for me within my signs is communication and being understood is also very important to me. Um, and it goes, you know, maybe it's the Scorpio side where it's a little bit more in depth and I craved that connection, which I couldn't achieve, right? Um, and so there's that stubborn side of me as well, where I was just like, I have to make sure that I gave this like 150%. So it went on and on, right? But during that time, it was like, I was losing people, I wasn't understanding. And, you know, I didn't realize that it was a little bit more of an intense awakening. So, you know, there's that clear audience. So like, you know, I'd be about to fall asleep and I hear my name being called or just, I thought I was going, like, I thought I was bipolar to be honest. Like I thought I was going absolutely like batshit crazy. And I'm sorry, I don't know if I can say that on here but that's honestly how it felt, right? And so, all of these things like the the work started not working and I wasn't happy there like I hit a glass ceiling um and so I felt like I achieved a lot but then I still didn't feel fulfilled and I think that that's what um kind of pushed me forward to try to find something that resonated and so I quit my job and I was trying everything like I had a sewing machine I started a blog like I didn't know what I was doing I was just trying to figure myself out and learn more about me and I think that's what, you know, spiritual awakening is all about. Sometimes a lot of people think that, you know, it's like rainbows and butterflies and oh, like ascension and all this stuff that it really isn't. You have to go through um, kind of like a breakdown, breakthrough process, right? To break down the old identities, the patterns, all of that. So that was what it was very much like for me. Um, and even though I was lucky that I had my mom who kind of understood. She was also going through her stuff as well. And we were both just trying to break like general generational trauma, like all the patterns, everything kind of in tandem together. So we were both just like laughing and crying in almost every conversation. <laughs> um, and it just kind of kept going from there. Oh my goodness. I love that. I feel like I can just resonate with so much of what you said and I have so many questions about it. So yeah. first of all, I'm curious, what sign is your mom? So all I know, because back then, uh, they're like where they're born and the times are not that accurate, um, but she's a Scorpio sun and I know more about her spirit animals than her astrology. <laughs> So that's about as far as I know. And then her, of course, like her Chinese zodiac, she's a rabbit. Um, 
And so, yeah, Scorpio, and then with the Scorpio rising, like there were times where we would just butt heads because we're so similar, but in also like different notes. So it was very interesting. <laughs> that is so, yeah, so interesting. I feel like I really love that you started experimenting and just like, like trying all these things for your life. Cause I feel like in the past, I used to be so afraid of experimenting or more like I would experiment, but then I would get very discouraged if something didn't work out. But I've kind mm -hmm. of always had a very entrepreneurial spirit. And I've just learned that sometimes it's okay to take messy action because it's going to get you closer to where you want to be. Exactly. I absolutely agree. And that's the part where, you know, when you connect the dots, looking back at all the things that you tried, all of the things that you delved into, it all connects, right? And that is such a beautiful process. We might not think of it in the moment, um, but it's everything that, you know, it's so divine. It's everything that led us to where we're at now. And that always gives me such an overwhelming feeling of gratitude. Totally. I feel like once I reach like a new chapter and then I look back on my life, I'm like, I understand why that had to happen so that I can do what I'm doing now. Or else if I didn't learn that, then I probably wouldn't be able to do the thing that I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that's also amazing. It's like in those moments, you know, you think that the universe is like messing with you or you're just like, oh my God, why, why is this happening? Right? Like that's the big question. Um, but in hindsight, it's like, it's all, I always say this to a lot of people that I meet, it's always happening for you. If this isn't what, what's meant for you, it's something better that's coming your way. So have that faith, right? That's totally true. When I think back to every opportunity, every relationship that didn't work out, it was because something better was around the corner for me. I love that. So what, what were some of examples of the generational traumas that you discovered? Oh, um, wow, that's packed. And there was so much. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> Like, so I'm, I, my parents are from China and Hong Kong, right? And so there was a lot of cultural stuff that was happening. Um, there's this traditional mindset, you know, where like in my family, I'm the oldest, but at the same time, it's like the boys are the ones that are kind of like the important or spoiled or, you know, there's just a different mindset around it. Um, and then there's like the obligation and responsibility. So, you know, the one, um, the first example that I can think of is, you know, as a woman, how do you navigate our generation and in the times that we're in, in our career and family in all of that, because they come from a background where it's like the woman has to take care of the kids, the woman has to bear children, the woman has to do this, the woman has to do that. And then there's this different set of expectations for the males, right? Um, and so them moving and immigrating over here and then having a different lifestyle and being introduced to a completely different environment, different languages, everything, it was definitely a struggle because the mindset started to shift, right? Like we were taught, yes, you have to be successful in school, get a good job, that's in paid mortgage, get a house, all of this. And it's the typical story of, you know, if you ever made them feel disappointed or if let's say in their mind, it wasn't right. It's like, 
well, I came over here with only $200 in my pocket. And this is how, you know, like that typical type of conversation is, it was really popular in our household. And I'm sure it was very popular in a lot of households with a similar background, right? So overcoming all of those types of what they thought was right and actually going against the grain and, you know, still fulfilling what I felt was right for me was huge. And it was definitely a struggle, but it's like, I guess it's that fighter spirit as well, right? When you know in your heart of hearts that something is right for you, don't listen to anything else, like filter it out because it's, it's, it's you, like without your family, without anybody around you, at the end of the day, you have to live your life, right? You have to go, you're the one who's going home to your partner. You're the one who's going through all of these experiences. And so unlearning all of those paradigms was a huge lesson. I love that. I feel like that, I feel like that really represents like your signs too because you are an Aries moon and a Scorpio rising both such strong Mars energy like all that intensity and passion but I love that so what what are some of your tips for other people who are trying to tackle their trauma like what are your tips for let's say someone gets triggered about something what do you usually do when that happens Okay, so I always take a moment, like seriously, just take a moment, breathe and ground yourself. Um, This is when shadow work is very important, shadow work and inner child work, right? Because all of those traumas in the healing world, we always say that it's almost like there's nothing more powerful in this world than DNA, right? So your DNA, even when you're in the womb, it's already kind of coded into your DNA signature. And that vibration is so powerful, right? So if you've ever noticed that when you're visiting family, you kind of revert to like this other version of yourself, like that's a huge indicator that it's still within there. So the key is to be aware, right? Um, Another thing that I would say is, you know, ask yourself those questions and being like, okay, well, why am I so triggered right now? And just kind of go like, go deeper question by question. And if let's say you're stuck, then that's when I would say um, EFT. I absolutely love EFT. So emotional freedom technique with the tapping and whatnot, um, because then that gets your body, your mind and everything kind of stimulated in tandem to the point where some sort of emotion, some flashback, some memory, something will come up And if you're not getting those results right away, stick with it and be patient with yourself. And number one, be gentle with yourself because eventually that will come up for you to process. And sometimes it's going to be a light bulb moment and you're going to be like, holy shit, like it's this from when I was seven, like I would have never thought, you know? And so when you have that awareness, you can build this muscle of what we call bounce back right? So you recognize it, you're gentle with yourself, you acknowledge and honor your feelings. And then you rewire and you rewrite the script and being like, you know what, I'm going to choose differently for myself right now, I can choose to react in this way or this way. Right. And I'm going to choose to react in the way that serves my highest good and everyone around me. I love that. That is so helpful. I feel like the being gentle with yourself is like, key because I noticed (laughs) like I feel like lately I've had a lot of triggers come up and what I'm really Mm -hmm. learning is instead of judging myself or being critical of myself or having that trigger 
I learned to be thankful for it because I noticed in the past, like every time I have a trigger, it's an opportunity to grow. And usually if I'm able to embrace it and, and learn more about myself, I leap like so much farther in life. So I think that's a really great reminder for everyone. Well, and what you said is absolutely beautiful too, because it's that reminder of, you know, when you're gentle with yourself and you come from almost a neutral standpoint, that that is the work already in itself, right? Like a lot of people forget that part and they're, they somehow almost go into like that, a little bit of like that toxic positivity of like, oh no, I'm like being really harsh. So I need to be all like really positive right now. Let's jump to affirmations, let's, you know, and that can sometimes turn into a bit of spiritual bypassing. So again, it's just allowing yourself to have that time and space to sit with it for a little bit. That's so true. I feel like I've really been learning the balance between allowing myself to feel the feelings, but then also not dwelling in it for too long. It's like a very (laughs) fine line and definitely very challenging. I love that about you too, though, because you have that duality with the Pisces and then, you know, you with the Virgos. So again, it's like, that's the lesson as well for a lot of us where it's like that balance and what we choose on a day-to-day basis, right? Totally. So I want to know a little bit more about EFT. I feel like I've kind of played around with it a little bit in the past, but I I want to know more about it. It is very, very powerful practice, right? In not only discovering the inner aspects of yourself, whether it be the shadow, inner child, present moment. Um, even I've even had experiences where it, it, like through tapping, it's taken me back into a past life, you know? Um, and so all of these aspects I feel are kind of covered under that umbrella because our emotions are so telling of what we, you know, the inner work or how we can further explore our inner world, right? Um, So there's different points on your body. So for example, you tap on your head or your forehead under eye. Um, So there's different points. And as you tap, you can either say, you know, like there's different types of um, methods that people use. Sometimes they start with the affirmations or sometimes they don't speak at all and they just start tapping. So the key is really finding what works for you. But in general senses, you start tapping on these points. And if you're um, kind of sensitive to energy or things like that, you might get some sensations in your body. Um, you might feel some things coming up emotionally. You might actually even be getting some sort of physical reactions, like a spasm on the points that you tap on. Um, and through that exploration, that's when you're able to kind of um, guide yourself through the process of almost like a breakdown and breakthrough moment. That is so interesting. I feel like I'm I'm going to try it out more because I feel like the first few times I did it, I didn't really feel anything working, but maybe mm. it's just because I didn't stick to it for enough time. Yeah, I would definitely say, honestly, stick with it because we're so conditioned by our environment. Um, so think of layers of an onion, right? So like you're just peeling off that skin and then the next layer. Um, and in the beginning, when I was really just 
deep diving into all this, I dedicated so much time to just tapping. Like there'd be days where I'd be like tapping six hours in the beginning. And I was just like, what the hell is this? And there's even points on your hands where you can do it out in public. So it's like, people don't really know that you're tapping. Um, and nothing really came up for me either in the beginning, but I stuck with it. And I was looking at certain, you know, YouTube videos and things like that. Um, and I kept asking myself those questions. And the more that I was allowing myself to just be in that space, that uncomfortable space, the more that like actually in the end came up for me. And it was like, wow, all of the information that I was getting um, and just a deeper sense of knowing of what I'm like, what I love, what I don't, what I need to work on. It was a very, uh, well, I'm not gonna lie. It was a little bit of a bitch slap in the face, <laughs> but it all helped me in the end, right? To foster better relationships and to kind of even help like healing in the different relationships that I had with my family. I love that. I feel like that's kind of what the whole spiritual journey is about. Like, it's like a slap in the face, but then you're like, fine, okay, I'll deal with it now. <laughs> yeah, our guides are always just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah. so tell us more about like what you're doing in your career now. Like, are you doing the healing full-time and what, what are you working on currently? Wow. So I haven't actually really um, said anything about this or announced anything, but um, I actually, so like recently through all the different energies, again, I went through almost like a different sense of um, awakening or ascension. So I was finally really just kind of fed up with the way that the structure was in, in, the lifestyle. So for example, like the nine to five, or there's a lot of healers out there as well, where they feel like if let's say you're a healer or you're an intuitive or doing any type of spiritual work, it's almost like the starving artist type of, um, salary or wages or things like that. Right. And so for the longest time, I was trying to bridge these two worlds of being corporate, um, because my nine to five, I was in, uh, in HR and then, evenings and weekends I was like the the healer and like the spiritual and intuitive so that was I thought was balance um but now the career is hyper focused on just living and leaning into my purpose instead um and so I was actually laid off from the job and it was the biggest blessing ever because now I'm just tapping into my creativity and even speaking about this like I get goosebumps and chills everywhere right I get to connect with people like yourself and that just lights me all the way up right so that right now is is kind of where I'm at and what I'm focusing on oh my goodness that literally gave <laughs> me goosebumps when you said that because <laughs> Again, I feel like there's a lot of synchronicity in our lives because I was actually laid off a few months ago from my job. I, I used to be a marketing manager, but it was what like the best blessing of my life because I feel like in the past, I've been the one to quit my jobs because I'm such a rebel, like I'm such an entrepreneur. But this time, because I was laid off, I feel like I took it as a sign from the universe, like giving me a push to do what I actually want to do, even though I thought that was like my dream job at that current time. But 
I feel like that chapter just needed to be ended. And now I'm like pushed forward into a new chapter. I love that. It's so, it's so similar. The paths are so similar because this is the first time ever where it was that situation of being laid off, like you had mentioned. And it's one of those things, like you said, it's an absolute like sign from the universe to dive in. It's like pushing you to take that leap. Right. And I was super scared and I was like, well, I'm not even sure how I, how to feel right now to process, because again, it's like of two minds, right? Maybe it was a Gemini thing where am I supposed to beat myself up for this? Or did I not do well enough? Or, you know, all those thoughts come in, in the beginning. Right. But then when you actually really look at it and being able to have this time to wake up to your soul's purpose, rather than to an alarm clock and all of that, where it's like a nine to five, you're always going to be working for someone else. Right. And even though we're still in the industry of serving, serving people and helping people, it's, so much more fulfilling that feeling is just something that helps on those days where you're just like this is the worst day ever but when your why is that solid you're just like no we're gonna make this work and that's the spirit that entrepreneurial spirit I love that totally I feel like I can relate so much because that first week after I got laid off like I I feel like Pisces are very similar to Gemini's because there are two sides of us like the two fish And I feel like I was so excited because I knew it was a sign, but then all my trauma and my lack mindset was coming up. It was like, I was crying every other day, but then I would be excited every other day. It was just a crazy time. Absolutely. I definitely feel you, but here's to, oh my goodness, like so much more creativity and living our dream lives, right? And that's something that we help others in, so it depends. <laughs> totally. I'm excited for the both of us. So how do you set boundaries with work and rest? Because I know that's a lot, uh, that's a tough thing for a lot of entrepreneurs. So what's your take on that? Um, so I feel like this is, uh, honestly always going to be one of those balancing things and also just really knowing yourself. And again, coming back into that gentleness, right? Recognizing that, you are allowed to take breaks and sometimes having a little bit of a different perspective where, you know, if you're more rested and you feel good within yourself, you're able to be more productive. You're able to be more of the leader that you aspire to be, right? So balancing, remembering to go back into your body and ask yourself and take those moments throughout the day, you know, do a little bit of a check-in and how am I feeling? What do I actually need right now? Or, you know, what's going on? Do I need a moment to ground or can I delegate something or you know I feel like I need a break so lean into that right rather than again being that harsh and masculine energy of you know I need to push on right I need to get this done I need to get this checked off on the checklist all of those it can wait when you're being in the present moment and giving yourself permission to I think that's so key that is so helpful I feel like I'm like a recovering workaholic (laughs) And I feel like that's like pretty similar to what I tell myself too, especially like you having that Aries and Scorpio energy. I feel like those signs love to just go hard and you know <laughs> tackle their goals. So I think it's really amazing that you've been aware of this because that seems to be a struggle, you know, for a lot of entrepreneurs. 
Yeah, and for yourself as well, because Virgo is like definitely that organization, that spirit of like, okay, let's do this. What else can we go? Like, you guys could work like 14 hour days, and I'd be over here like, what the? <laughs> like, I can't keep up. <laughs> it's not something I'm proud of. And I feel like, well, I also have an Aries Mercury. So like how I communicate, how I process information, how I think is in a very Aries way. So I feel like the Aries paired with the Virgo, it's like a great thing, but there's like pros and cons to it. Like you said, like working 14 hour days (laughs) was my old self, but I really take it as a win now when I actually don't work all day. Like when I learn to take a break. And when I wind down before bed, I truly feel like that's a win for me because it's taking care of myself. And I'm not sure if you found that to be a little bit of an adjustment, especially after leaving the corporate world, because I would sometimes sit here and be like, what? what, what do I do with myself? Right? Like I have all this excitement and this energy, but then also I'm just like, wait, what? (laughs) So there is definitely that aspect of, you know, again, coming back to that sign from the universe, like we're meant to be able to take care of ourselves as well. Right. Before, you know, other people fill up our cups before, you know, we help others. And I think that was a huge, um, lesson and a sign for, for me as well, after, that whole thing had happened. And then now finding this new dynamic with myself where, you know what, it's okay that I take today off and tomorrow. And like, that's the thing, things keep coming up um, where you're so backed up from the universe and everything is there for you. So by us taking that first step, it's like everything else kind of just came together and that's one of the things that I also tell other people it's like you know what sometimes it's really not about the how and honestly the how is not even your business like as long as you take the first step you would be so surprised at how magical it is because the universe conspires like for you right so they bring in all of this stuff that's just meant for you and again building that momentum and that energy it's been absolutely amazing totally I feel like I, I was just watching The Secret last night. So what you said about like not focusing on the how and just attracting it and the universe is going to tell you what to do. I feel like that's something that really resonates with me. So powerful, so powerful. And it's kind of like a sign that you're surrendering and trusting the universe too when you learn to take breaks because you're like telling the universe it's not completely up to me, you know, like I'm going to do my part, but the universe has to do their part too. So it's really both together. For sure. And that's the most like interesting part too. It's like, you know, in some ways before I stumbled across this concept, it's like, (laughs) I almost feel like I had it all backwards, right? Like we're, here's the thing. It's like watching the secret. It's by you practicing boundaries and being gentle with yourself and then surrendering is when all of the results and your outcomes that you desire come into your life and your reality. Whereas before, you know, I would push, I would force, I would try every which way. If this doesn't work, then there's this way. If, you know, and it was like a constant masculine energy where I constantly tried to force everything because of, again, of that go-getter attitude, right? Um, And that lit a fire under my butt to try to create all of those results. But sometimes it's just 
one of those things where you just have to let go and allow the feminine to an ease and that flow to come in, right? So yeah, it's definitely been a journey. <laughs> oh my goodness. I feel like when you were saying about the feminine, and the masculine, like I can relate to that so much because before, like you, I was like very toxic masculinity and I kept <laughs> initiating things out of fear because I, you know, I'm, I have a very ambitious spirit. But then it was when I started letting go of things, when everything started falling into place. Like once I let go of my toxic relationship, once I let go of my very narrow idea of what my success should look like in my career, that's when things started actually falling into place. That's the miraculous thing. Like it always just blows my mind how it all kind of actually works right like these are these are the it's like manifestation 101 and law of attraction it's just being able to balance the two and recognizing and knowing within yourself like okay like is this a moment for me to push a little bit harder or you know for example like people who need to kind of put themselves out there to allow themselves to shine or is this a moment where it's like okay I'm gonna allow myself to kind of step back and let the universe do its thing while still following my power within my intuition that guides me to that aligned action right so it's it's important to be able to ask ourselves ourselves these questions and giving ourselves that time to kind of come to an answer before we're so quick to just constantly act and fall into that male like energy right so definitely agree with you so where can everyone find you online what tell us your website your handles all of that um, I am mostly on Instagram. So my handle is at chantelle.leung. Um, and then I do have a website. It's www.chantelco.com. Amazing. I feel like we could literally chat all day about this. So I'm sad <laughs> that we have to end the episode. But just before we end off here, what is something that you would like to leave our audience with? Anything, a piece of advice or whatever is on your mind? Honestly, um, you are so loved. You are absolutely never alone. And I want you to remember how fucking powerful you really are. Like even speaking, it makes me emotional because so many people forget this, right? Be your own healer. You have everything within you. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. 